What's up, everyone? You are listening to another episode of my podcast, What Now? I'm your host, Dylan, and before we get started, I just want to say Happy New Year, guys! We made it. 2021 is here. I hope everyone is having an amazing, amazing start to this new year and to ring in the new year. I wanted to start off with the Bible, and mainly because Since this has been a full year of the podcast, what now? Yay! I am so thankful that I'm still able to create episodes, especially with everything going on in the world. I wanted to start off with the Bible because I felt like in the episodes in the past, I know I said this is going to be a podcast about practical ways to pursue a relationship with God, but in that moment, I felt like I talked about more of building the relationship and the reason why our relationship with God is so important and how to follow through with God in hard times or in seasons of waiting, which I feel like were so important for that time, but it wasn't necessarily as practical. So, to begin, I wanted to talk about the Bible. This is going to be a two-parter episode. In this first episode, we are going to be talking about basically what the Bible is and how to get started. And in the second part, we are going to be talking about how to bring about that habit and that discipline in your life. Because I truly, truly believe that reading the Bible will change you for the better. I know it has for me. It has been such a huge help in the last year. And I wanted to share with you guys my tips and tricks. So let's go ahead and get into it and yeah, see you there. Alright, so what is the Bible exactly? Now, when I first was reading, I thought it was just one big book from beginning to end that everyone had to read it that way and it was just going to give you like the history of everything. That is actually not true. It is broken up into 66 books and it is broken up into the Old and New Testament, separated by a 400-year divide. Which actually was so interesting to me, because I didn't even realize there was a break between the Old Testament and the New Testament. I thought it was just like, ah, there's God, and then it was like, oof, there's Jesus. But no, it was actually a complete history of how God created the earth, and how our sin kind of overpowered it, and how God, in his faithfulness, was able to fully save us through this thing called salvation and the resurrection through Jesus, which is definitely a huge thing that you can read within the Bible. And so the difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament, the Old Testament books are more geared to like what I said, the of God and like what his teachings and how we should live our lives and the more, I guess, practical ways of how God wanted us to live. It's not as scary as you think. Like they even use understandable language. They even use common language like awesome. In Psalms 68.35, which if you don't know, look at the table of contents, find Psalms. The first number is the chapter that you'll go to. So flip to Psalms, you'll you'll see the number, and then you'll see bigger numbers, and you'll go to 68, the big number 68. And then you'll see the second number, which is 35, and then you'll see littler numbers under the big numbers. And so what those are, are the big numbers are the chapters within the book, and the little numbers are the verses. And so for what I was saying earlier, like words, they use words like awesome. If you go to Psalms chapter 68, verse 35, it says, You, God, are awesome in your sanctuary. The God of Israel gives power and strength to his people. Praise be to God. Isn't that, like, isn't that amazing? Like when I first read that, I was like, oh, 
okay, like, I thought that was just the version that I happened to be reading, but if you look at different versions of the Bible, they all use the word awesome, or majority of them do. There are a bunch of different versions. And another awesome thing, too, about the Old Testament, which was the time of BC, like, you'll see a lot of times when you're looking through the years, or you're looking through the dates, you'll see in school where it's like, uh, 689 BC or whatever, that actually means before Christ or before God came. And so, but contrary to popular belief, AD, which stands for a non-demony, don't come at me with that one. I'm, I'm very bad at pronouncing names, but what that means actually isn't after death, which a lot of people believe. That's what I thought. It actually means the birth of Christ. And I think it's crazy how they decided to change the timeline over a baby, which they didn't know would soon be Jesus Christ. And I think that is so, so cool. Don't ask me the history of how that happened. I'm not 100% sure. You can look it up yourself. Make sure to check your sources. Oh, and also, if you're confused with that explanation of how to find the chapters and verses within the book, of the within the books of the bible check out my instagram what.nowpodcast and i actually give a video lesson on how to look through the pages of the bible and find the chapters and find the verses and i feel like that is just key for everyone to know and that's why you see a lot of times people use psalm 68 35 or philippians 4 13 or just all like the common verses that you see that's actually where they're what they're referencing is the name of the book the chapter, and the verse that they are. Another big thing that you might not notice that, or you might not have noticed, but I noticed, and I didn't notice either, sorry, my word's getting mumbled today, it is the red letters in the New Testament. And now what those are, they're not in all printed Bibles, but they are, there is someone on the app, and there is some in some certain Bibles, but what those red letters are is the physical words of what Jesus spoke within the gospel stories. Now, what the gospel stories are is the first four books of the Bible. It is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And basically, all of those are accounts of Jesus and his life and what he did before and after the resurrection. And I think it is so cool that they have four different accounts. And it's like four different perspectives, really, if you uh, take the time to actually read the book, which I think is so, so cool. And it's like, it gives like hidden information and like some of the stories lay over with some parts and some stories like they have like a little extra info or just or they even leave some stuff out in one story that they bring up in another to add that extra detail which I think is so so cool but what's so important is the red letters are like the most important thing because Jesus is the one who spoke them and it's kind of like our way of being, or the Bible creator's way of being like, hey, look at this, like, obviously this is important. Another huge thing that the Bible will do is repeat phrases. And now this is kind of like God's way of being like, yo, look at me, this is important. I want you to understand what I'm fully getting. Red letters and repeated phrases are so huge and God will use them so many times throughout the Bible and the New Testament for the red letters specifically. And another thing, too, is that the Bible itself isn't chronological. Now, I know, like I said, the Old Testament was B.C. and the New Testament was A.D. Well, of course, after Jesus was born, A.D. And, but, doesn't mean the stories within each section were chronological. For instance, 
If you look in the Old Testament, you'll see the book of First and Second Samuel. That is actually similar to the f- book of the First Chronicles, which is um, a few like books separate from each other. And actually, a lot of these books overlay with one another. Like I was talking about with the gospel stories, a lot of it is like it's parallel with what's going on. And that's why it can kind of get confusing if you just kind of popcorn pick or if you kind of just randomly open a book in the Old Testament and start reading, you will probably get super, super confused. I know when I first started reading, I started in Psalms and it's kind of just like a little like, oh, that's cool. But I don't recommend just starting in Palm or in Psalms. I recommend you starting in the New Testament in one of the four gospel stories, but I'll go more into that in a second. Also, like I was saying, there are different types of stories within the Bible. There are some that are poetic, like I said in Psalms. A lot of what you'll read is poetic and sometimes can be a little confusing because they'll add a little parable or they'll add like an extra story that's in a story. And so knowing the context of what's going on while you're reading the passage is huge because you can get a little confused with what's going on if you don't realize that they're speaking in a light, warm-hearted matter or they're speaking in a storytelling type of matter. And so there are several parts in the Bible. A lot of the Old Testament is storytelling. It's just giving you the history and it's actually super interesting. Like sometimes when I'm reading through the Bible, it just makes me feel like I'm reading like a mini book or like a little novel. And I think that is actually so cool the way God like made it to where it hits every single person. And of course, since this is a more historical document, there are informational pieces and things that you'll just have to get through. And I know you'll probably read some of the names and be like, what's going on? I don't remember any of the names. Trust me. I dealt with that too. In the book of Leviticus, or no, in the book of Exodus, there was a giant, like a few chapters of just the construction and the details of one of the temples of God. And when I honestly when I first read it I was just like what if I read more about the different measurements of how the wood should be cut I'm going to be so confused but honestly once you get through it you just notice how intricate God is with the details and how important it was to the Israelites and to the people of the time who were reading this document and just remembering that perspective and where this Bible is coming from is so important oh and another thing I wanted to mention is that books can be smaller and larger than they appear. Like, when I first thought, I thought it was just going to be all super long and boring. But there's even a book, it's in the Old Testament, of course, that is one page long. And it talks about a story that is going on in Second Kings, which I don't suggest reading, starting off with that story, because you're going to be really confused. But it is a huge part in it. Also, the main language that it was written in originally was in Hebrew. That's just another fact that I learned, and I thought that was really cool. And when you look up words, there's actually more meaning to them than than the original English version, which I think is really cool. And you can find that out through Ways to Start, which I'm going to talk about right now. You made it through what uh, the Bible is exactly, and so now we're going to start off on how we should start reading the Bible. So first comes to picking the Bible and the version that you are going to read. Now, little discretion, 
I, it's amazing that you want to read the Bible. And if you get the opportunity to purchase the Bible, I highly recommend. The app is also available. If you can, I would really, really, I really, really do think the Bible physically is so much better than the app. The app is still super beneficial and you should definitely use it if that is your only source. But buying the Bible, I feel like it's just so much more personal and you're able to write notes, which for some reason, for me personally, like writing in the Bible like freaked me out because I thought I was doing something wrong. But in reality, when I came to meet peers and church leaders, like their Bibles were destroyed in contents of notes and just underlining and just trying to figure out and understand more about what who God is. So I do highly suggest getting a physical thing that you can write in. Um, for me personally, I use the Jesus Bible, which is part of Passion, and it's really big. Just so you know, if you're thinking about purchasing this one, but I really think it is so cool because they give extra space for you to write things and they even give you little devotionals, which are like explanations of what's going on for about almost every chapter. And they kind of explain what's going on. And even in the Old Testament, they reference they reference what's going on to the New Testament and how Jesus is important to that concept, which I think is so cool and how they're able to tie that all together. Another huge thing is deciding which version is best. For me and for the most standard average Bibles that you'll see, you most likely see the new international version. That's why on the spine of the Bible, you'll see like an NIV version. Now, if you're reading that version and you're like, that is so confusing, I highly suggest starting in the New Living Translation. And of course, if you want to go more back to the ancients of the vows and all that stuff, there are versions for that. And you can just explore and see what you're more comfortable with. Like I know for me, I say that the New International Version is easy, but I do have stuff I struggle with. So I do use the New Living Translation. I kind of compare it through the app. So I do use both to help me understand what's they're saying and what's going on just in that specific verse so you have the bible you pick the version now where do i start now i mentioned this in earlier in this podcast but this is so so important do not popcorn read especially if you want to start reading in the old testament if you just decide to pick a random story to start at you are going to get so confused because context and context matters so much in understanding that this book isn't chronological is so important. I mentioned this earlier, but to begin, I always suggest this to start in the gospel stories, the Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. For me personally, I started reading Matt, no, I started reading Mark, sorry, and which was weird. I just thought it was different because I was like, I don't want to start in the first one. I'll start in the second one, which (laughs) I don't know. That was just me, but I do suggest starting in Matthew because it's easier, but that just kind of gives an idea of who God it or who Jesus was and just the whole idea of Christianity. And I think it is just really cool to understand what is going on and just making sure you have your getting your feet wet and just building that foundation of experiencing the Bible because I definitely feel like the New Testament is simple and understandable, especially in the gospel stories. Another huge tip, if you've read the New Testament stories, you've read the gospel stories and you're like, okay, now what? And you definitely want to get more in deep depth or you're just like, you know what? No, I don't want to start off in the New Testament. I want to go, go big or go home. I suggest picking out a Devo that talks about reading a Bible in the year or that just goes through 
like a like a book or two throughout the story and following that for me personally i follow the bible project devo which goes through the bible in a year now obviously i'm still going into it i got a little sidetracked as you'll hear through a few episodes in the years past but i am still committed and i'm going to read this bible and it's actually helped me a lot honestly because it showed me like the chronological way of how it's going and kind of went jumped back and forth between books which if you're if that's what you want to do then go for it look up that look up that devo or look up a devo that's similar to it and just find the verses and then go back to your own personal bible and read that's what i do the devo that i found was through the app like i said and i just go through it through my through my real bible and i think that is just super beneficial and now as easy as i just made that sound it is not that easy and so in the next episode we are going to be talking about how to build that habit and how to build that discipline for yourself but to conclude here i just want you guys to know that you're not going to be perfect at it i am definitely not perfect at reading the bible there are still things that i have a hard time understanding but Overall, the Bible is not something to be feared. It is something to be welcomed into because the whole purpose of reading this Bible is just to show you what God means when he says, I want you. I will love you and I will stand by you no matter what. You are saved, my daughter or my son, and I want you home. That is what God is calling you for. And he wants to show you that he means that word. And that's why he gives us the Bible. To give proof to us that he is a loving father. And that he wants a relationship with you. And he even gives you ways on how to build a relationship. Because he wants it to work out. And so, grab your Bibles. Get started. And we'll see you guys next time. And now before I fully close out, I just want to end in a quick prayer. You can skip this if you'd like, but I truly just want to pray over you and your journey with reading the Bible. Dear God, thank you again so much for bringing us here. Whether this is the first time this person has listened to this podcast or they've listened to every single one, I just want to say thank you for bringing them here. And I pray that as they consider and null over opening up their Bibles, I really do pray that they take the next step and go into you, God, and or lean onto you, God. And I just pray that as they open the Bible, even though there may be things they don't understand or questions that they have, I pray that they are able to trust in you and just to really try to understand where you are coming from and just take it all in, the stories and the truth behind what you bring. Lord, I pray for the safety and health of our world and that we may build relationships that last and that are fulfilling in you. God, This Bible is important, and I pray that the word is heard by everyone. Thank you. God bless. Amen.